You're listening to Tom and Bach on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back. Final half hour of Tom and Bach. I'm Tom Stevens, Jake Bachhoven, as we welcome in Jimmy Watkins of the Omaha World Herald. Hi, Jimmy. How are you? I'm good, guys. How are you guys doing? Good. I hear the band's breaking up. I'm honored to be a part of, of this bit of history, one of the last shows here. That's right. It, there's a bit of history here. I mean, who knows? We all come back to it. We get uh, we get lonely, and then we come back to radio. So you never know. <laughs> uh, but uh, you wrote about it for the Omaha World Herald. Team leaders. I, I think it's a good question. Uh, you mentioned that the Nebraska is losing Damian Daniels and Camp Taylor-Britt, JoJo Doman, and Deontay Williams, and Markel Dismuke. And you point to a lot of guys on the defensive side of the ball as possible guys that could replace those guys as team leaders. Garrett Nelson, Ty Robinson, Nick Henrich, uh, Luke Reimer. Is there anyone obvious that sticks out to you from the offensive side? Man, uh, that's that's a hard one right now. I think that, that one is kind of TBD. I think I, naturally people are going to lean towards your quarterback, whoever that end, uh, may end up being. I think right now Logan Smothers will probably do – be doing everything he can when when the team gets back together again to sort of assume uh, assert himself into that role uh, before they can get a transfer in. Obviously, that could happen at any minute. But um, I mean, I don't know. Some of those returning offensive linemen have some cachet in, in their in their respective rooms. I mean, Bryce Benhart, I think on paper is like a sophomore now, but he's been, he's been there, you know, longer than than a lot of than a lot of uh, I think about as long as most juniors have been at their school. So he'll have some cachet in the offensive line room. Any of those guys who are, who are carryovers in that room will have some, some say in, in the locker room. And then the receiver group is, is pretty, pretty young and experienced. I think we're, we're, that's what, that's what the Nebraska's focus is going to be um, during this off season leading up to the spring game is start, sort of identifying who those guys are on offense. That's one of the biggest questions um, coming out of the that's still left in the offseason to be answered is, as far as I'm concerned. And I I don't know if it, it's kind of hit everybody quite yet, but it, it seems to be hitting me more and more as the season as we get further away from the season. How that team went three and nine is just beyond me. I mean, the, the, when you look at next year's <laughs> roster, you're not going to have you know the best tight end in the league, an all American uh, weapon there on on defense. You know, they just had everything. A four year starting quarterback, uh, you know, depth at wide receiver. There's just there was so much there for it to work. Um, I mean, how do you how do you keep your faith? Do you do you think like some people would say that you can't really lose a whole lot from a three and nine team? But do you think that there there is going to be a lot uh, for this this team to build with the coaching change? I mean, I think it's just I should I should have mentioned in that last question, Travis Boak. Like that's one guy that you can lock in and cement as, as mm-hmm. someone who's going to be a leader on the offense. But yeah, I mean, sure, you're gonna lose when you lose a bunch of guys who had who had the, the ear of the locker room, that is concerning. But there are still guys, you know, they still have wep- a lot of weapons on that offense that are returning. Whoever the quarterback is ends up being is going to have a seasoned coaching staff behind him. I don't think that it's necessarily a reason to panic or, or think negatively about next season, that they don't know exactly who's going to lead the offense. Yeah, that happens all over the place across the country. I just think that it's something to watch, to keep an eye on. I think that, they have the pieces in place to still be um, a functional, if not, you know, pretty good offense next season. I don't think it's it's something that that should ring any alarm bells just yet. Now, if we get to the spring game or we get to fall practice next year, we still have these same questions. All right, <laughs> maybe maybe then it's not such a great look. But I think right now, I mean, 
they're they're still trying to finish yeah. building the roster uh, before they can figure out who's going to who's going to take charge of it in the locker room. Talking with Jimmy Watkins of the Omaha World Herald covers Nebraska football and basketball for the World Herald. I want to ask you because uh, I asked Steve Sipple this, and I want to get your response as well. Uh, Tony Tuioti, obviously leaving to Oregon, your defensive line coach. Now we think that maybe Mike Dawson can take over that role along with the linebackers. Maybe you hire a Bill Bush as your special teams coordinator and a running backs coach, and you're good. Are you more interested in that, or what happens with the coaching staff, the remainder of the coaching staff, or who they get at quarterback? Oh, I think it's it's quarterback no-brainer. I mean, that's the quarterback has more to do with the direction of any one of any football team than any other position. I, I would say coach or player has to do with uh, in any other sport. I mean, maybe outside of goaltender and hockey and soccer, that's the most important position of all sports. So that's by far to me their biggest priority right now, especially because we're we're at a point in the process where you have to assume the guy, the at least the number one guy on their board, is probably not who they're going to end up getting. I would surmise that you could say. Maybe one, two, and three are probably off the board at this point. It's we're kind of in the woods of this quarterback transfer search right now, and more names could appear in the portal. Um, maybe that's something that they're anticipating. But if you don't have a quarterback, you don't have anything. And Logan Smothers showed prom- signs of promise in the first three quarters against Iowa. But, I mean, I think he threw about eight passes in the first half. And Mark Whipple's a, a, pass, a passing-oriented uh, coordinator, a passing-oriented uh, football mind. So, they don't have that guy on the roster right now. I don't know that Heinrich, Har- Heinrich Harburg is ready to step into that role right now. So that is the biggest hole that they need to fill right now. It's the most important thing that they have to do with, uh, between now and <laughs> the first game, honestly, is find a quarterback and get him ready to, to play a Big Ten schedule. But not to say that special teams and running backs uh, coaches aren't important. You know, The running backs have been underwhelming in recent years. The special teams have been <laughs> whatever word you want to use that – means a lot worse than underwhelming the last few years that stuff matters but if you don't have a quarterback you're not going anywhere so that's that's an easy one for me well you mentioned that uh you know logan smothers only threw eight passes in that first half versus iowa but we also heard scott frost say you know he likes what he's done in the past that maybe whipple will bring new ideas and he wants that but maybe insinuating there could be a hybrid is that what you expect or you think everything that whipple did at pittsburgh that's what he's doing at nebraska it's definitely going to be it's definitely going to be a hybrid. I just think that, and I, I think that there could be a role uh, for Smothers in the offense, regardless of whether he's a starter. He could definitely be uh, a Luke McCaffrey type guy. I just think, granted, it was against a really good Iowa defense, but when the moment Nebraska sort of needs everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the Fileo Fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Did him, when, when, they, when everything that, that Logan Smothers was doing through the air was gravy, the offense was humming along. They were doing great. He ran the ball really well. We always, we always knew he could run the ball. But the moment that switch, that flipped, or the switch flipped and they needed him to start throwing the ball effectively, he kind of fell apart. And that's, you know, it's a one-game sample size. It's not fair to judge a kid in his first uh, college start. But that's all the information we have right now. So I don't know that I would necessarily be super comfortable putting the ball 
in his hands against some of the defenses they're going to have to play in, in a make-or-break year. This is They have one season to get together. Or they are The board's getting wiped. So I think that, yeah, Logan Smothers, certainly, not, I'm not writing him off to, to win the starting job or anything like that. I'm just saying there needs to be another guy in there, and I think that whoever that guy is would be the favorite to win the starting job because I just think that there are – there are better arms out there still than, than what Logan Smothers can provide. Do you think that, uh, I mean, how concerned would you be for, if you're a Nebraska fan about the portal and, and striking out on a few of your options? It, what, what's going on? Why is it, why is it a tough sale? I mean, you think that you would get um, some NIL money and, and be uh, obviously the playing time would be the biggest factor there. Do you think there's a little bit of hesitancy from, from players maybe from, I mean, playing time's great, but savior of the program might be a little bit too much to ask. I mean, yeah, you look at look at where some of the the guys have have gone. Spencer Rattler, South Carolina, goes there because he he his old quarterbacks coach is the coach there now. I think it not having a, an offensive staff in place might have hurt Nebraska um, on some of the earlier guys. The time just that by by virtue of they had to wait until the season was over. A lot of these deals get done. Are you know people are in contact with each other before they're allowed to be in contact with each other. That's that's not breaking news to anyone. These connections are formed very early in the process, and a lot of these transfer situations are, are situations where guys, they were re- re- recruited really hard out of one area be, uh, early on. Maybe the team finished second, and then they circle back with those guys. Any, anyone who fits that description for Nebraska probably would have been gone when a lot of these guys were making their decisions, right? So I think that hurt them a little bit. I don't know that I'm necessarily – I mean, I, I can't, it's not great that they don't have a quarterback right now. That is cause for some concern. But I don't think we can fully uh, judge the, the situation, good or bad, until we see who they actually end up with and what that person can actually do. It's not a great thing that they didn't get any of the headline names. Obviously, you wanted someone that you, that you knew well and you could prove it at the Division One level. But there are some, still some, some guys out there that are like that, and, and we'll see how it unfolds. Jimmy Watkins of the Omaha World Herald covers Nebraska football and Nebraska basketball. Let's move to basketball. They get off the snide with that win over Kennesaw State. They shoot over 50% from three. Uh, maybe they solved a few of their problems. But where are your concerns right now with this team? Obviously, shooting has been a concern, and they're still not a great shooting team despite that performance. Uh, defending the three has been a problem at times. Rebounding. If you're pointing to problems, where do you start with Nebraska basketball? Well, I think the, there might be a, a similar root cause of the, at, the, at the root of all of those problems, which is that when things start to go haywire for that team, they tend, Lonzo Verge said it after, after the Kennesaw State game, they tend to put their heads down and, and point fingers or whatever. They get, they get off schedule really quick. It's easy to knock them off of their principles. It's easy to get them out of whack. That's when they start, and when they start missing shots, it carries over to the defensive end, right? Or, and, if, and if they start missing shots also, that's when they start getting – ISO heavy and, and they don't, they start to do things that is not what, what Fred wants the offense to look like. So that the, the uh, stability, I guess would be my biggest concern. The, the idea that if you go, if you go on a 10 0 run against these guys, it's easy for it to avalanche into a 15 20 0 run. Like we saw against uh, Michigan and Auburn. That's probably my biggest concern right now, because from what they're saying and from what we've seen, I think that's sort of the root cause of, of everything else. And, it's a, I mean, basketball, like a lot of sports, is a, is a mental game. You got to hang in there when the, uh, when the adversity hits you. And I don't know that they would, they would tell you themselves that they, I don't think they did a great job of that in the first half. Jimmy Watkins, Omaha World Herald, over under twelve wins for the Huskers this year. Ooh, oh man. Well, I think, honestly, right now, 
I think under might even be a safe bet just because how many of those games are even going to end up being played with all this COVID stuff? Right. I have no idea. Ohio State just had another game canceled today because of uh, COVID-related issues, so I have no idea what Sunday is going to look like. Right. Um, I think <laughs> you would like to think that maybe they found something against with the shooting against Kennesaw State, but it's Kennesaw State, man. What are we, what are we supposed to do? Would do with that sample. Um, I, I, I'll, I think I'm feeling safe about an under right now. Should Fred Hoiberg feel safe this year? You think, no matter what the record is, <sighs> this year. Yeah, I think I think this year still, if for, if for no other reason, I think there are plenty of reasons, but if for no other reason, then it's a really hard contract to get out of at this point in time right now. I mean, he's got seven years on it. This is year three. I believe it's $7 million a year. That's not an easy it's not an easy price to pay to get rid of him. I still, and also, I still believe in um, Fred's offensive principles. I think he's a really good coach. I just think he's got a, a mismatched roster right now. And they, uh, that's part of that's you know in college that's you're the coach and the GM right so that's yeah. on you as well. But um, I I would be surprised if if Fred gets the boot this year. But if it if it trends the direction that it's trending right now, absolutely next year he's yeah. he he's got to be kicking it into gear. Otherwise we're going to see a change. Jimmy Watkins, Omaha World Herald. What was your best Christmas present this year? Oh man, I'm hoping my best Christmas present will be a new car. I'm on the the car shopping circuit today, mm. trying to take advantage of the national car shortage, get a nice <laughs> trade in price for my current car, uh, and get it, get in on a new one. So what, hopefully what you, a new car. As it stands, uh, I'm a big Abraham Lincoln guy. When I was a kid, I drove through like his old neighborhood, and they yeah. have his old house restored. My grandmother got yeah. me um, a Lincoln at Gettysburg book. So shout nice. out, Grandma. So is that why you chose Lincoln, Nebraska? Because you like Abraham Lincoln? <laughs> it just it just worked out that way. You know what? Sometimes <laughs> life is funny. Uh, Happy New Year, Jimmy. Great stuff. We appreciate Happy the time. Happy New Year, guys. Best of luck. Best of luck, Tom. I uh, appreciate it. Jimmy Watkins of the Omaha World Herald. Let's get to break. Finish out with the pregame with Nick and Rico. Coming up next. You're listening to Tom and Bach. Watch live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch.